Welcome to Quit Bleeping Around, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve more in life. Here's your host, Christina Eanes. Hey, Super Achievers. Today I'm interviewing Danielle Boyd. Danielle is a registered physical therapist and recovering perfectionist who helps others learn that everything is connected and our ailments are not just physical. Welcome, Danielle. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. So let's just dive right in. Share a little bit about your background with our listeners. Amazing. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I guess I kind of got into to all this work. It's a, a real long story, but I won't. I'll give the abbreviated version. I'm a, I'm a physical therapist in in Vancouver, Canada, and I I guess what I started to to really see working with clients, and the reason I really started to explore this this mind body connection and and exploring kind of you know the somatics and the the physical sensations of emotions and stress, etc., in the body is. Because I, I just, I started working with clients and so much of what I was seeing was really, I couldn't quite put my finger on it. And I knew that there was a deeper explanation than just a physical ailment. And so, you know, long, long story short, I investigated many different modalities and trained in all sorts of different um, functional neurology modalities and, and just really started to dive into the nervous system and try to gain a deeper understanding of, of why people's bodies were behaving in, in such ways that really wasn't quite making ses- sense to me on a, a mechanical level. There's this biomechanical model that we're taught in school. And what I ultimately learned is that our nervous system is, is, is here to protect us and it's constantly scanning our environment. And it's just, it's, its job is to keep us safe. And so much of what it does is, is alter our movement, alter our behaviors, alter, you know, so many of the things that we do to keep us safe based on what it's assessing in our environments. And oftentimes what it's assessing in our, our environment isn't just you know, physical threats. And so I've really started to learn that, you know, people might move in such a way out of a, you know, more emotional based fear or, you know, that, that deadline at work or, or whatever it is. And so I, yeah, I really became fascinated with this, this mind body connection and really learning about how, how our bodies move differently and feel differently based on things that aren't mechanical or physical stimuli, if that makes sense. Um, and yeah, so now I'm really just trying to apply that in my practice and teach people, you know, just a deeper understanding of, of what the nervous system is and its role and, and yeah, how, how it affects our physical body. Wow. So a lot here to unpack. I'm, I'm very yeah. excited. <laughs> so where do we start? So what, first of all, what is the mind-body connection and then why is it important for us to be aware of it? Yeah, that's a really great question. So I guess the one of the the easiest way to explain it is to give a really brief overview of what the nervous system is. Um, you know, it's a really trendy topic this, these days to to talk yeah. about the nervous system, and I find um, you know having an actual kind of overview of what it is is really helpful. Our nervous system is just divided into to two parts. We have the central nervous system and the peripheral nervous system. And our central nervous system is essentially our brain and our spinal cord. 
And our brain is where we process and, and really it's the hub of, of all the information. So our nervous system tends to go in two directions. We have the, the information coming inward, which arrives in the brain and then is processed in the brain. And then we have the information going outward, which is, you know, in the, the physical body is activation of muscles, secretion of glands, etc. And that's all processed in the central nervous system. Then in the peripheral nervous system, we have kind of two branches within that. And in branch one, we have what we call the somatic nervous system. And this is the nervous system that, you know, as a physical therapist, I'm treating most often in, um, in my clinical practice. And that is the, the somatic nervous system is essentially nerve endings that are detecting, you know, physical touch or heat or, you know, pain, those types of things, Mm -hmm. those nerve endings connect to nerves that go all the way up to the brain. And then once the brain is processed that information, it sends its response back out in the somatic nervous system, which is, yeah, like we said, muscular movement or gland secretion or, you know, different responses in the physical body. The other branch in the somatic or sorry, in the peripheral nervous system that we have is the autonomic nervous system. And this is the nervous system that tends to be, you know, really trendy these days. This is our fight or flight nervous system, our sympathetic nervous system Mm -hmm. and our parasympathetic nervous system. And so our sympathetic nervous system is a nervous system that gets stimulated when we're in response to a threat or a trigger. This is that, you know, increased heart rate, increased respiration rate, decreased gut activity. Um, this is the response we have to a physical or a, a perceived threat. So, you know, in, in our traditional um, model of, you know, our hunter gatherer, if we saw a tiger, this was the one that would get activated. However, we live in a world now where there's many threats that are constantly around us, our, our deadlines, our financials, our, you know, relationship stress, all these things can put us into a, a sympathetic um, stimulation. The opposite of that is the parasympathetic nervous system. So that is our, our rest, our digest, our heart rate comes down. We get good blood flow to our gut. Um, our immune system is much more bolstered. Um, and so this is the area of the nervous system that I see a lot of people talking about right now. And I guess what I really wanted to do is pair them together and see how they influence each other. So see how this autonomic nervous system influences the physical nervous system, influences our muscles, influences our behaviors, et cetera. So in, in kind of having that, that understanding of, of how the, the nervous system is built, um, there's one key element, and this is also a really popular topic for people, but there's one nerve specifically, it's called the vagus nerve. And this nerve is a direct link between the brain and the gut. And it is the nerve that is really commonly mentioned when we talk about the mind-body connection. And for good reason, the vagus nerve is, um, it's a cranial nerve. So a cranial nerve is when we talk about our peripheral nerves, we have uh, our spinal cord, and then we have nerves that come off of our spinal cord and go into the body. And that's where the somatic nervous system lies. A cranial nerve is a nerve that comes directly from the brain, but skips the spinal cord. So, yeah, so it it is kind of helpful to have have that understanding of it. So it's neat because it makes it really, really fast because it skips the highway of the spinal cord. So it goes directly from the brain and it's a great big, long nerve that goes through the neck. And then it connects to almost all the organs in our gut, to our heart, it connects to our lungs. And so it is in constant communication 
with our, our inner self, our organs, um, our breathing, our heart, and it also regulates our parasympathetic nervous system. So we have a physical direct line from the mind to the body. And this is the, the nerve that is, is the physical connection between the mind and body. So when we are on, you know, scanning mode, we're, we're looking out and about and we're observing our, our environments for threats, which is what our nervous system is constantly doing to try to keep us safe. If there is a threat and something happens and for example, blood might be diverted away from the gut, the nerve, the vagus nerve will detect that. And that will send information up to the brain. So you have this direct line from, you know, gut to brain telling us that we're having a sympathetic response. So learning to really, you know, be in tune and observing that, that behavior in the gut and in the vagus nerve can be extremely helpful for understanding where that mind body connection comes from. The vagus nerve is a two-way street. It goes from gut to brain, but also from brain to gut. So it can have a really nice relaxing effect on the gut if we take a top-down approach on it. So it's it's really our, our physical line between the two. And um, yeah, having an understanding of that from a nervous system kind of anatomical science perspective <laughs> can be can be really helpful for, for understanding how that is actually established. And it's affected by many, many things. And we can dive into that too. <laughs> yeah. So what do we need to know then about this in order to live happy? I wouldn't say stress-free lives, but, you know, happy um, and ha good stress lives. <laughs> exactly. That's such a great question because I, you're absolutely right. We can never eliminate stress from our lives. And the thing that I, I, I'm really starting to, to try to teach people about now is really riding the wave of a sympathetic response. So a sympathetic response is that, that, you know, fight or flight response in response to a perceived threat. And so a lot of times what we do is, you know, if we perceive a threat, our body starts giving us messages that the vagus nerve is picking up, that something is not safe. Oftentimes what we'll do is we'll almost just bypass that and we'll say, oh, I can't deal with that right now. And, you know, our body gets stuck in the state of kind of, you know, mildly elevated sympathetic response. So our heart rate is just ever so increased. Our breathing rate is ever so increased. Our gut doesn't get the blood flow that it, it so desires for digestion. So learning to ride the wave of a sympathetic response helps to bring us back to neutral. Mm. So what I would call neutral is is a state where we're alert. We're alert enough that we're perceiving our environment, but we have the ability to drop into a parasympathetic state, our rest, our digest. You know, maybe the phone rings, we have a, a very brief elevated sympathetic response, but we have the ability to, to come back down to neutral. So neutral is kind of hovering over this line. It's like a sine wave, I guess, that is, is dipping in and out of parasympathy and sympathetic. And, you know, so when we have a stress response, like we're going to have on a daily basis, learning to recognize what's happening in the body is incredibly powerful for allowing it to come back down. So, you know, let's say you wake up in the morning, you're having your coffee, things are really nice. You're much more parasympathetic. Perhaps your phone rings and maybe it's your boss and there's an emergency at work we're very likely going to have a sympathetic response. So, you know, that, that butterflies in the stomach is going to be picked up by the vagus nerve. Our, our heart rate might increase, our breathing rate might increase. And, you know, the brain starts racing and we're processing this information of what's coming in at work. 
instead of jumping right into, okay, like go mode <laughs> and, and right. Which is, which is a very natural response. Uh-huh. And I mean, it's not bad. It's not good. It just is. Um, but you know, taking a moment to sit with the sensations in the body is one of the most important things I can, I can really recommend people start to do is if we have this response, sit with it for a moment. Okay. What am I feeling in my body? Oh, I feel my heart rate raised. I feel my gut is, you know, it's, it's a little off. I feel a little gurgly. I, you know, my, my respiratory rate is going crazy. My brain is spiraling and being able to sit with that for a moment and say, okay, I can recognize these sensations and then asking yourself what you need. And oftentimes when we have these responses, it's needs that are unmet in our body, in our nervous system. So, you know, asking yourself, what, what do I need in this moment? And perhaps it's just, you know, I need 30 seconds to just breathe. Or maybe it's, oh my goodness, my day just became completely overwhelming. I need to, maybe it's call my spouse to ask for support with XYZ task or, you know, taking that brief moment to pause and ask your body what it needs to support your nervous system in that moment is one of the the greatest tools that we have. And once we recognize what our need is, we can work towards fulfilling it and then ultimately having having that that sine wave come back down the other side and have a supported nervous system that feels safe because ultimately it's about finding safety in the nervous system it's not about mitigating the threat or avoiding the threat or you know putting it off to the side it's about understanding that there is a threat and then and i mean by threat i mean a, a stressor yeah and then you know asking self what it what it needs to feel safe in the presence of this stressor yeah. Does that kind of answer the question? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, and and I like the, uh, I can't remember, maybe Kelly McGonigal's talk on stress about perceived threats, essentially. So yes. is there's got to be something along the lines with our thoughts and what is happening in our body. Do you, Can you speak on that one? Yes, absolutely. And that is such a great point. Perceived threat and actual threat can often be different and it's all based on personal experience, right? Our, you know, childhood stresses and, um, adverse events, trauma, these types of things can absolutely influence our, our nervous system. And an example that I use often, because it's one I see clinically really, really often is, is a car accident. And, you know, prior to being in a car accident, many people will get in and out of a vehicle thousands of times and not feel a single moment of threat. And I mean, maybe we have moments where there's, you know, little baby threats, but, you know, when someone actually is in an MVA, a motor vehicle accident, um, their nervous system has a trauma. There's an absolute, yeah, you know, nervous system response to that. And what I see after a car accident is many, many people struggle to get back into a vehicle or to get back behind the wheel. And, you know, for the, if you take the sample of, you know, let's say you've been in a vehicle 2000 times and one time there was a car accident. If you look at the the chances of the car accident, it's, it's very, very slim, but now our nervous system, it just associates car with danger, with accident. And so now every time we get into the car, the nervous system is having that same response. So for the most part, I mean, perhaps car accidents aren't the greatest example because they do come with risk being in a vehicle. However, our nervous system previously perceived that to be totally fine, totally safe. And then, you know, after a car accident, it's now perceiving this to be a threat, to be a danger. And we're having that same sympathetic response every time we get in there, when in fact, it probably is for the most part, a very safe mode of transportation 
but we were detecting it as being completely unsafe. And so that's an example that I see clinically a lot, but yeah, you're right. You know, there's that threat of, you know, the, the deadline at work or, or whatever that is. It's, it's probably very much a perceived, a perceived story that we're telling ourselves that, you know, we are not capable of fulfilling this deadline and we're creating stress in our body when in fact we are perfect, perfectly capable. So, yeah, you know, learning to distinguish that is, is huge. Oh yeah. Huge. Right. And so I'm curious, is this essentially, I've heard of, uh, somatic, somatic emotional awareness. Is this, is this essentially what we're talking about? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's somatic emotional awareness is something that I've, I've started to teach people and it's, it's a course I've developed. And in essence, it's about learning to feel different emotions in your body. And so we kind of break it down and like, there's five umbrella emotions that we go through. So fear, sadness, anger. Um, we have worry and overthinking kind of get uh, lumped into one and then joy. And each one of those is going to feel slightly different in the body because there's a different, you know, neurological signature to it. There's a different chemical, um, pattern of molecules being released in each emotion. And so learning to feel what they feel like in the body and recognizing if, you know, perhaps this fear that we're feeling in the body, because once we learn to recognize what fear feels like, what anger feels like, learning that, you know, is this a a fear response based on an actual threat in the moment? Or is this a fear response based on an experience I've had before is a really powerful way of, of distinguishing that. And so becoming familiar with the emotions in the body and, and these physical sensations is incredibly powerful. It's yeah. So the somatic emotional awareness is, is the somatic, the, the, the physical feeling of an emotion in the body and, and every single one of our emotions has a physical resonance in the body. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm just fascinated with all this stuff. One, how powerful our thoughts are. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. And all of the different stuff that goes on in our body based on, you know, whatever's happening in the moment. It's just, it's all fascinating. It's incredible. And it's so complex. Our bodies are, I mean, it's so funny. I I consider myself someone who has done a lot of learning, a lot of research and has, you know, learned a lot about the body. And the more I learn about it, the more I just go, oh my goodness, there's only more to learn. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) It's a a never ending rabbit hole, but it's incredibly fascinating and very powerful. Once we, we really become in tune with, with our bodies and learning to recognize, you know, what's actually happening for us. And is it based on, you know, actual in the moment threats or on our, our learned behaviors. And that's, that's the work. (laughs) Yeah. Fascinating. I know, huh? Um, Is there, so you've mentioned a few, like uh, you have a course, can you share a little bit of, of uh, like your products and services with the listeners? Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, yes, I do offer a course. So the somatic emotional awareness is a, a six week program where we dive in and we get really deep into the, to the mechanisms of the mind body connection. We practice learning about what these emotions feel like in the body. So basically every week we pick a different emotion and we go through that and it lasts for six weeks. Um, I run that course about twice a year, usually spring and fall. So depending on, you know, what time of the year it is now that's available, um, on the website for the most part. Um, I do offer physical therapy services in Vancouver, uh, BC, Canada. So if you're in that area, that's something that I do offer. And I have a team that I work with as well. So other physical therapists and personal trainers who are also well-versed in all this information. So that's an offering. And then um, we have a little shop on the website. So that's something that um, is currently being built and is continuing to be built out uh, throughout the year. So yeah, a few different ways to support the nervous system on uh, and our, and our offerings. Excellent. And what website should they go to? 
So thebalancedcollective.com is uh, is the home for all of this. I also have my own personal website, daniellebeid.co, um, and that's just for my personal services. But the the business falls under the Balanced Collective, which is is where you'll find all the products and services. Nice. I'll put both of those in the episode description. Awesome. Thank you. All right, we're at that point. Your final piece of advice for our listeners. <laughs> oh, right. Um, <laughs> you know, I. <laughs> There's so many ways I could go with this, but I think the big thing and, and just kind of to reiterate, taking a moment to really ask your body what it needs and taking a moment to really start to become the observer for what's happening in your body is one of the most powerful tools we have. So, you know, recognizing when we're having uncomfortable sensations come up in the body and learning to sit with them in awareness for a moment, instead of just, you know, jumping to the next, next task learning to sit with our emotions and ask ourselves what we need in that moment is, is an incredibly powerful tool and one that can really help to mitigate things like burnout, illness, pain, etc. So yeah, just really being able to start to cultivate a practice of, of sitting with the body is, is, is what I would offer people. Oh, I love that. Cause it, it is, it, I mean, awareness sounds simple, but it's not. <laughs> Like the body, it's very complicated. Yes. <laughs> so awesome advice. Oh, thank you so much for joining us today, Danielle. Thank you very much for having me, Christina. If you'd like to learn more about Danielle, visit her websites at daniellebeid.co and thebalancedcollective.com. Does your organization need a proven leadership development program? Visit christinaeans.com for more information.